Greetings, welcome, and good day. You are now tuned into the second episode of the Season Vet Podcast. I'm so happy you can make it to another chapter of the show. This week we're joined by a shooting star Navy Nepo baby. And when I tell you it was an absolute pleasure sitting down with this young sister, I mean, even in listening back to the interview, I was buckled over with laughter. This is to join the Navy at the end of 2019 and is already an E5. But that's what happens when you're focused and career-oriented. And it probably doesn't hurt that her mother was a Navy senior chief who, even in retirement, is guiding her to greatness. While young in rank and time in service, she has still managed to be met with several forms of adversity. And that's something she's learning to navigate her way through, with a bit of guidance, of course, from her senior chief mother. That's why I've gleefully named this episode. She get it from her mama. Nope, we keeping all of this. <laughs> How's it going? Chilling. That's what's up. So, you look great. You look uh, excited or whatever. Uh, I hope it, it's been a good day. Has it been? It's been a day. It's been cool. Cool. Y'all, she nodded her head at first. I was about to get on her. It's uh, <laughs> like, don't nod. This is audio, bro. <laughs> I can't take head nods. <laughs> all right. So, uh, first question out the gate is, what is your connection to the service? What branch did you join? How long have you been in? Do you have any uh, family in the, in the service? Um, so, oh, damn. Oh, that's a lot of questions. Okay, I'm wait. sorry. All right. The wait, first I, question was, what is, what is your connection to the service? Okay, I'm in the Navy. All right, Navy. Come on. Best branch. It, it's cool. That's the best one. Is it go blue or go khaki or go white? Y'all have so many colors. <laughs> we have two colors. It's navy blue and gold. All right. Navy blue and gold all the way. Go navy. Oh, God. Go, go somewhere navy. Just go. <laughs> just, just go already. Sounds, right. come, look, sounds good. Come from the people who don't get funded as much as we do. You are correct. Exactly. Um, we pose. We, 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 <laughs> we down bad woman. <laughs> Look, we in the hood. <laughs> Our boats are on 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 drag. <laughs> like, we try it. Not hard, but we try it. <laughs> so, how long have you been in? Uh, three years since December. Three years. Let's get it. Oh, that makes you uh wait three years, two thousand and twenty three. So you uh, oh you're a pandemic uh sailor. Mm-hmm. All right. So you went through boot camp in the year twenty twenty. No, I went through boot camp December 9th, 2019. Uh, 2019, damn. 2019. Okay. Yep. So, like, as soon as you got out of boot camp, like, it was go time for COVID, though. Uh, It was more like, as soon as I had, like, the last third of my A school, then they started going heavy with the COVID. They was like, oh, shit, COVID here. Y'all got to put on masks. Oh, I wasn't there for that. I left right, <laughs> I left right before that. All right, let me tell you, I was gone. Let me tell you. Then I came here, they're like, oh, yeah, you got it wrong. I was like, what the fuck is it wrong? Right. Like, what is that restriction? Something moving? Oh, <laughs> shit. They're like, yeah, you got to stay home. Ooh, stay home? I can do that. Look, now. Rum sound real good right, right. now. <laughs> Them 14 days sounded real crisp. Can right? I get some more rum, please? Bitch. <laughs> all you had to do when your sailors, when your shipmates was exposed, put me on the list. Put me on the list. <laughs> I was exposed to. Secondhand. <laughs> Secondhand COVID. All right. Secondhand COVID. <laughs> Secondhand COVID. <laughs> nice. So good. Uh, do you have any family in the service? Like I'm you... actually a third generation female sailor. Come the fuck on. So my great aunt was in the Navy. 
Come on. Right. She was the ITCS. A senior chief? Mm-hmm. Yo, My get it. My mom just retired on Friday as a CTNCS. Another senior chief? Yep. And now I'm in the Navy. And then I have a cousin in the Navy, too. He's an HT. It's a second class cousin. Uh, <laughs> Hey, second classes are the business. Don't yeah. My dad, he was in the Navy. That's actually where my mom and my dad met. They were boot camp booths. Aww. And every time they said something about it in boot camp, I was like, look, they're right. I'm a product of a boot camp boo. It don't work out. Just, look, <laughs> just let it go. It's cute. It's, the idea is cute. Look, right? It look, look, sound good, look better. All right? <laughs> and then I had a cousin. She's in the Marines. Or she was in the Marines. Right on, right no, on. we like we like, uh, military for y'all are heavy in different branches too. In different branches, I think all we missing is somebody in the Air Force. But I've had like my grandpa, my mom's dad, he was in the Army, and then my uncle, he's in the Army. He actually was the officer officiated for her retirement. Come on, yeah. I love this. All the services, all of them, except for the Air Force, <laughs> except for the Air Force, and it sounds like the Coast Guard. Is, hey, yeah. people forget we even exist, so it's fine. Y'all are. Department of Homeland Security. Okay. Not Department of Defense. I'm I'm not Very arguing. Sure. I'm I'm not arguing. <laughs> you, you are right on all fronts. Um I, I really just be telling people I'm in the Eagle Scouts. It's the it, it sounds look, it gets me more street cred. Look, 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 the National Guard. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm just trying to get respect that all right. Let's, like, yo, I'm I'm actually a Girl Scout. <laughs> hey. Would you like though. some cookies? Look at this though. Y'all better y'all doing better than the Space Force. Right. Hey. Come on. Come on. Y'all doing better than Space Force, y'all still, y'all up there. All right. like, we got like a hair more street cred than the Space Force. Like they have no street cred, street cred, and we are like back country roads uh, <laughs> street cred. <laughs> like everybody else got highways, we got back country roads. Space Force is fuck it, they the space man. Look, they got dirt roads. At least y'all roads paid. Right, right? We, we got ours paid. That got man. asphalt. Look, look, look. we we doing it, man. <laughs> Shit. I bet you can drive on it, though. <laughs> I bet you that. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, was the Navy your first choice of service? Actually, it wasn't. It wasn't. So, no. My first choice was actually the Army. Because I used to see all those um, commercials. Oh, the go like, Yeah. I was like, I want to be a soldier. <laughs> I want to do that. And then my parents was like, if you join the Air Force or the Army, you will be disowned. I was wow. like. Wow. <laughs> I don't think they were serious, but I think they were serious. <laughs> Um, they said, our baby go learn how to swim. Exactly. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, I'll join the Marines because I saw their drill. And I was like, damn, that shit's so fucking sexy. Because I was in ROTC. Yeah. So I was real hot on the drill. That was my shit, man. <laughs> and to see them march like that, I was like, damn. I said, I'm going to give me a little Marine husband. <laughs> uh, come on. For real, for real. And the females ain't bad, too. But I was like, damn. I was like, this is what I'm going to be. Look, and we- then I saw their PT standards. I was like, yeah. Uh, Three miles, damn that shit looks tough. You wouldn't pull run, ups. Look, you wouldn't run three miles for for your marine boo, <laughs> marine bay. I'll drive three miles. <laughs> <laughs> I send you a postcard. <laughs> Facetime. Oh. I um, heard that. And then so I was like, you know what, the Navy. You know, it sound cool. Sound like the place to be. It sounded advancement cool. rates. You know the advancement rates high. So I was like, okay. Make money fast. That's what's up. That's what's up. So how do you feel about your time in uniform so far? Uh, Has any particular period stood out for you? I want to say no, not really. I mean, with me growing up, you know, a military brat, I mean, it was was already my life. So I was like, 
Mm-hmm. Not new to the game, I'm true to the game. For real. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Like, I remember being on the appointment, everybody talking about, like, oh, I miss my husband, or oh, I miss my family, oh, I miss my kids. And I was like, oh, I ain't called my mom since we left. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. Like, damn. <laughs> but what's crazy is my mom was actually, like, for the first half, I think it was, like, the first month, we had some type of inspection or something to go through called Con2X. My mom was actually on board the ship for that. Yeah, so that was she was sleeping in my brother and everything. Aww. And I definitely used those uh, cheap hookups for the laundry. I love. Let me tell you, on a boat, on the, the <laughs> <laughs> definitely used the hookups. Definitely. I'm with it. I, I get Wash, you. folded, signed, sealed, delivered. <laughs> How do you think your experience uh, so far could have been improved or could be improved? I feel like people, you know, if they took their own head out of their ass, I feel like. <laughs> That we can actually get somewhere because I, most of the time, I really realize that the Navy itself is not bad. Legit, all they tell you, hey, do your job, come here on time, show up in the right uniform, and just be there, right? Mm-hmm. But then people start getting their feelings involved, and it just gets messy. I feel like if people just didn't give a fuck and just did their job, I feel like it would be so much easier, dog. I feel like it'd be so <laughs> much easier. So yeah. So these people with their heads in their ass, uh, would they be higher ranking than you, the same rank as you, or lower ranking than you? Um, I really find out that the more junior sailors really just, especially like junior sailors of this generation, really just don't give a fuck. Like, these motherfuckers <laughs> are wild as hell. If you saw how many people we have going up just for like some stupid shit, like these motherfuckers are bold. When you say going up, you mean like getting Going up to mass, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, for some bold ass shit. <laughs> Like, I just be like, it, I'm only, I mainly find out it's like the more like the chiefs or the more junior officers that are really like pressed for no reason. And then like the newer first classes, they're pretty chill. But them old season salty bitches, oh, <laughs> hell no. Nah. Damn. What is, what is the pettiest thing, the smallest thing you've seen someone get mastered for? Oh, legit. Oh, oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> so, let me let me see if I can tell the story right. You don't have to tell, say their name. You don't even have to say. No, nah, I don't name. know the names. To be real with you, uh, I just know it was a junior sailor, legit, and a chief had told him to fix some part of his uniform, and he was basically saying, "Okay, I got it," but I guess he said it was some type of attitude. Wow. So then the chiefs had pulled him in the back. Like, in the office. It was actually my chiefs who did this. Pulled him in the back in the office and, like, was talking to him. And then, like, it was, like, because they were ganging up on him. So, of course, he felt threatened. But so he was, like, well, are we going to fight or something? Like, what? Like what y'all, what y'all doing? Yeah. Basically asking asking them what the fuck is good. Right. Right? And then so I know he got mastered for that. Wow. Yep. So he got mastered because, uh, number one, it sounds like he had an attitude with a higher, a superior ranking officer. Yep. <laughs> And then they may have felt what threatened, which I that which doesn't make sense because they were surrounded. It was like three on one. Look, (laughs) so I don't understand it. I don't know. They didn't like him, but I don't think that he liked them either. Exactly. (laughs) When you bring complaints up to your chain of command, do you feel that you are being heard? Nope, not at all. Not one single bit. Not one grain of sand. Not a salt. (laughs) Nope, nothing. Nope, not at all. Like, a lot of times I when I was getting counseled and stuff, it would usually be because, like, I didn't get a task done or I had an attitude with somebody. And I try to tell them, 
I was like, it's not that I have an attitude. It's just that when I talk and I care about what I do. So mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So I talk with a lot of passion and I'm r- real serious about my shit. Because if somebody's going to tell me that I'm not doing my job, like I'm going to be pissed off. Like you're not going to tell me I'm not doing my job. That's not going to happen. And if you don't mind us asking, uh, what is your job? Uh, I'm an administrator. So basically I deal with evals, awards, correspondence, instructions. Um, I also deal with the 3M, which is just like maintenance, keep a track with maintenance and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I also order supplies from my department. So they call RPPOs. Mm-hmm. The 3M stuff is called Works in a Soup. And then I also coordinate and run all the promotion ceremonies. So if officers are getting promoted, I do their promotion letters. If there's like a frocking ceremony, which is us just getting pinned to the next rank but not getting paid. Right, right. <laughs> their form of indentured servants, let me tell you. Um, I'll also coordinate those and make the letters for those. And then if we have a mapping ceremony, same thing. I'll make the letters and I'll coordinate the events. So if someone tells me I'm not doing my fucking job, like, I'm going to be pissed off. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Administration. You are very important. And not only that, like, I do a lot outside of my rate, too. So mm-hmm. my rate, you know, top sider, admin, right? But I also have my hand in a lot of, like, um, engineers and DC stuff, damage control. Really? Yeah. So I'm a... As, a, as, as an admin person, you're doing... Exactly. You're doing engine work? No, not, like, engine work, but, like, damage control, firefighting type of thing. So I have my red hat, which is signifying that I'm part of a flying squad, which basically, like, first responders. Okay. Like, especially underway... If some shit was really to go down, like, the flying squad would get called away, and we'll go to GQ. So, I had my red hat. I'm, like, one of four top starters that have a red hat. Nice. Yeah. So, I'm real serious about my shit. <laughs> real serious. <laughs> but number one team leader right here, let me tell you something. Right on. I'm with it. We that's, that's what's up. Seven. Oh, wait, no. To go back to the question, though, hold on. <laughs> no, I do not feel like I'm hurt, because a lot of the um, counselors and stuff I'll get... Basically be like, well, if you're being overwhelmed, like, you should tell us, you should talk to us. Why don't you talk to us before talking to other people? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I do tell y'all. Like, every day I tell them, I'm like, yo, I'm tired. Yo, this is too much. Yo, I got a lot going on. Yo, this is a lot. I'm like, yo, I need help. I'm like, <laughs> they're like, well, why don't you train a relief? Well, what time? Well, what time do I have to train a relief? Like, I'm telling you, from when we open, from when we get to that bitch at 07, so when we leave, or when we, I used to leave, because I don't work there no more. When I used to leave at 1800, I was either doing paperwork, maintenance, RPO stuff. 7 to 1800? Yes. 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 Let's not. Yes. Girl. Yes. This is a very long day. Exactly. <laughs> so your days last the whole week. All right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And there was one point, like, I really stayed behind. Like, out of my free will, right? Because mm-hmm. I could have gone straight the fuck home like I wanted to. Everybody else left early that day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm already here. I stayed to like 20 hundred. Wow. And I think I ended up waking up. I ended up being late because that's when I was moving my houses. And I left my cat card home because wow. it wasn't in my spot. where. Because, you know, I had just got home. I had just moved here. I didn't have like You're spots. Of, yeah. I didn't have spots established. So I left my cat card at the house. Mm-hmm. And they had written me up for that, too. And I was like, I'm your sailor who stayed here. Free will to help y'all out because y'all talking about how the, how we all overwhelmed and stressed and shit. Right. You gonna write me up? Bitch, get the fuck out my face. <laughs> like, really? You can really blow me with that shit. Like, that's wild. And I told my mom about that, too. You told senior chief? I told senior. Senior had to know. Wait, was she still in at the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and they knew about her and everything. So my mom real pretty too, nice. right? She real pretty. So a lot of like the khakis and stuff they make jokes like, oh. Did your mom ask about me? Like, both of my wow. chiefs have always been like that. Inappropriate. No, okay, so my first chief, right, that was like, I would say my shipboard father, father, right? Okay. He was... You see, daddy? That's that's my nigga. All right? <laughs> Real shit. That's my, that's my dog. That's my dog. <laughs> but he would always be like, he'd be like, your mama asked about me. Get out of here. And it'd be so funny. But then my next chief after that, my next YNC after that, he'd do the same shit. And I really just be looking at him like, mm, she don't like your ass. <laughs> Little do you know. Because I tell her fucking everything. <laughs> and that's when people be like, oh, because, you know, she's been on there. So a lot of khakis know her, mm-hmm. have her number and stuff. <laughs> Actually, one of the ops khakis, her husband, my mom's husband, put him through season. Oh. So, like, they real intuitive. Wait, so, what season? Uh, like, um, Chief Pediatric season. So, Chief Boot Camp. Oh, okay, okay. So, after... After that, like, they always tell me, like, oh, I'll tell your mom. I'll tell your mom. I was like, call her then. Call the popo ho. Because <laughs> literally, I know, I tell that motherfucker everything. She know all about what y'all be doing. So go ahead and play face. They turn to call Try. the mom on you. Try it, bitch. <laughs> My mama like me more than she like you. <laughs> exactly. Tell her. Tell her. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, not heard. Not heard at all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tell me a time when you experienced something, either good or bad, uh, that you know to be unique to you because you are a black woman. Um, surprisingly, for real, for real, mm-hmm. I don't think I have a lot of those stories. I think really the most main thing is when people will talk about like my hair being extra frizzy and stuff like that, because I don't like using gel on my hair. Because I want my hair to be trained to stay flat on the sides. I mean, I feel like that's not that's not for me, right? She never um, wears her Angela Davis at work for, I, for regulational purposes. I can't. I, I, I would love to. Let me tell you something. <laughs> underway, I realize underway they're a lot more relaxed with like hairstyles. Like I can have my hair in like a ponytail poof mm-hmm. and it'd be cute. And they'll let that just slide. But in port, no, it's not, it's not happening. Wait, when you say a uh, ponytail poof, like that should be legal now, right? Like, what are y'all's hair regulations um, on that? Is, it is... can't go past like if you're looking at me head on, it can't you can't see it okay. from looking at me, mm-hmm. and it can't reach I think three inches below the collar. Okay, my hair definitely does that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I may have skipped this question earlier. In the beginning of your career, when you needed guidance and mentorship. Do you feel that those resources were provided or did you have to seek them out? Uh, I don't really know. Cause did you need guidance in the beginning of your career? I mean, if this doesn't I... apply, it doesn't apply. So when it came to like having tact and having that emotional calmness, I definitely, definitely needed guidance. Cause thinking about on it now, like I was definitely a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> like, I would really give them motherfuckers the work. For real. Because, I mean, it's not... Like, the attitude itself was bad. Mm-hmm. But the reasoning for my attitude was not bad. I just didn't have the tools to handle it. But as for, like, the resources and stuff, I had, like, a really good chief when I first got to my command. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker there. He was a real one. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would never... I really don't feel like I will ever find another chief like that in my career. And I'm really sad that he left early because he got there a little bit before I did. So he was supposed to transfer a little bit before I did. Okay. And when I tell you, I miss the fuck out that motherfucker. Aww. Like I call, I still talk to him every day now and I talk all my shit. I'd be like, I'd be like, look, <laughs> chief, let me tell you something. All right. Well, no, he made senior. 
So I'll be like, seeing, let me tell you fucking something. These motherfuckers here <laughs> trying me. He'd be like, it's okay. Just calm down. Just, you know, you got to give them a chance. I'm like, no, fuck them. Like, <laughs> fuck all of this shit. And he'd be like, no, don't do You can't be like that. You have to be open. And he's real, like, soft-spoken. He's real, like, that's just my fucking dog, bro. Let me tell y'all something. That's just my nigga. I don't know how else to say it. Best chief, best senior chief in the fleet right now. Let me tell you something. Mainly because my mom just retired. But, I was about to say, um, <laughs> how long has he been the best? Because mom. Nah, he was still my best. I couldn't wow. even lie. He's still my, like my mom. She's my mom, right? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure for her sailors, like that, they were her best. But right, right. As right. far as my career and actually working up under a chief, that nigga right there was my favorite. I got you. I got you. But never. <laughs> But never. That, I, I feel you. Have you been able to make friends with other black lady veterans? Have you been able to maybe build a, a village so far? I would say yes. Right. Um, you know, getting outside the outside branches too. I've met a lot of black veterans that I would be cool with. That's what's up. Given different circumstances. There's one female on the ship, black female on the ship I'm really cool with. Like she's even came, she came to mom's retirement. Nice. Yeah. Uh, her retirement party too. Like I'm real cool with her. I like her a lot. Nice. So yeah. You got friends. You got a village. Yeah. That's and for me, not liking people, <laughs> I feel like that's a really good feat. Look, that's a win. <laughs> a win is a win. A win is a win. <laughs> yeah. Tell me a war story. And a war story in this context just means uh, just tell me a story where you were tested, but you came out on top. I know an deployment. So deployment was really hard for me, not because I was like away from my family or anything like that, because I'm used to that. But deployment was just real hard for me, cause, oh Lord, <laughs> so in the beginning of my career, I was like sexually assaulted in A school. Right? Oh wow! And it was by Marines. So my base we had Navy and Marines, mm-hmm. right? So when I went on deployment, my type of ship, like we house a lot of Marines. Mm-hmm. And we do like the, we take them, basically my ship is an amphib, so we take them from sea to shore with like Elkites and shit. Real cool. If you ever get to see it, dope as fuck. All right? Dope as fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> with me being surrounded with that many Marines and stuff, like I couldn't sleep. I had a hard time sleeping. Like I'd be on the mystics at like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock playing spades just because I couldn't go to sleep. Okay. Right? So I went to medical and I went to go talk to like the little... Fake ass therapist they had on board. Don't fuck with her either, but it's whatever. Cause she really told me she was like, yo, and this is the shit that blew me. It blew the fuck out of me. She was like, Wow, I feel like what you're doing is you using what happened to you as a crutch. I was like, wow, bitch. bitch. You know what? Fuck you, ho. And I ain't really? gonna see her after that, yeah. But they had put me on like some what they put me on? They put me on like some type of sleeping medication and anti anxiety meds. But these little white pills that they put that use for that sleeping medication put me the fuck out, dog. I would it was potent. I was fucking gone. Gone forever, Aaron Hernandez. Let me tell you something. <laughs> she said Aaron Hernandez. Go I ahead. was gone forever, right? But I would wake up and I'd be like super groggy. Yeah. Or I wouldn't wake up at all. I'll oversleep like a bitch, mm-hmm. right? And this is the only time I could really say I really didn't like my chief. The one that I was really cool with. Yeah. But eventually we got over that because it was cool. Okay. But at this point, I was working at a SEALs admin, mm-hmm. right? So I was up there with the AL. Okay. Right. But what I was AO stand for? Uh admin officer. Right on. I have to forget there's other services. They don't know. They don't know like that. Anyways. <laughs> they not hip to the game. <laughs> Anyways. But no, like I was really like I was really struggling. Like, I was 
that's a lot I to was, struggle with. I would feel like that would be like the lowest point in my military career forever, for because I was not waking up. I was barely getting any work done. So my chain of command, they sent me up to mass for UA and their election of duty. Which really confused me because you would think you a oh we can't find this motherfucker right dude we were in the middle of the water and I was in my rack like y'all could have got me wow I don't know what the fuck you a y'all talking about but whatever it's fine Real quick, UA stands for unauthorized absence okay right but no so they sent me up to mass you know I went to DRB which is you know we hit the cheese level first basically told me I ain't shit I ain't never gonna be shit they don't want me in their navy <laughs> right. No my ass. Oh God. In my ass. I'm I'm a real people pleaser, so I don't like being I don't like disappointing people. So I was crying. I was like all snotty and shit. Wow. Yep. And then what's crazy is so like when I was standing up there for DRB, you had to stand in front of like the Master of Arm Shack. So what does DRB stand for? Oh. Are you saying DRB? DRB, yeah. It's like discipli- disciplinary review board. There okay. we go. There we go. You got it. Come on, um, admin. Almost forgot. Come almost on, forgot. admin. You got it. But when I was getting ready, I was standing there. Like, the other people I was going up with, you would see all day chain of command. Wait, y'all went up as a team? It was no, it was just more than, it was more than one person. But one person would go in at a time and get fucked up. <laughs> right? Okay. Go in one at a time and get fucked up. It was for different shit, but it was just, you know, all at once. They went to knock y'all out on the same day. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, um, I didn't have nobody there, bro. Not, like, everybody else's chain of command was coming. They was there. They was looking over their uniform, all that good shit. Yeah. I ain't have not a damn person. The only person I had was my boyfriend. And wow. I ain't have no ribbons. He went to go give me some ribbons real quick. Oh. It was real cute. Real cute, like. But it was because he had been up, too, to my before. But <laughs> <laughs> Not that day. Not that just, day. Just overall. But prior, prior <laughs> to, he had. But, um... Yeah, so he he helped me out. And that's why y'all together. That's why y'all together. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're right. Anyways, <laughs> goddamn. Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went to DRB. Mm-hmm. Got fucked up there. Okay. Then I went to XOY, which is for uh, the XO. It's his time to shine, basically. So the XO uh, gives you that work as well. No, actually, he doesn't. Okay. So he just kind of went over the facts and was like, oh, he decides whether he's going to stop it there or keep it going to the captain. He didn't stop it. It kept going. Right. Shit. And then um, then we got to mass, to the captain's mass. And let me tell you something. I never realized how two-faced these motherfuckers could be. <laughs> but, bruh. But you learned that day. I learned the fuck out of that day. Like, I... Still, I can vividly remember the shit. So, you know, at when you go up to mass, mm-hmm. you're supposed to stand still, hands at attention. You got to stay at attention the whole mm-hmm. time. You can't make no expressions. Right. Man, so they was going through the line, right? My chief, my dog, my real nigga. He was like, well, I feel like, why, I feel like, I think I was a third class at this point. I don't remember. But he was like, oh, yeah. And then he was like, um, he was like, well, you know, Ryan 3... I feel like she could have so such great potential and this, that, and the third, but she's just not focused. I was like, okay, fair enough. I was like, you know what? I'm not even mad about that because, you know, they can't, you know, kiss ass too much. It's mass, right? If Sailor was that good, why would you send her up, right? Something like that. Right. But then it comes from my administrative officer. Also, hold on. I'm not able to focus. Didn't you just go through an assault? Oh, no. This was uh, in A school. Oh, so this was... So, I, yeah. I had... It was... A year or two. It was some time ago. Okay. It was a t- time period ago. It the, wasn't. It those, wasn't the same those, thing. All right, they didn't. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Okay, go ahead. Um, and then, so th- how comes my department head, my AO? This motherfucker be like, uh, since I got to onboard the ship, wine threes. What was that third class? I think it was third class. Wine threes. Uh, work has been subpar. This wow. down the third. And I was like, I really like broke attention. I turned my head, caught my head <laughs> to the side, and dropped my jaw. Because I was like, I was like, motherfucker, you lying. I was like, if my work was so subpar, why was I working next to you in your office? Does that make sense? It don't, it don't make sense at all. <laughs> and my captain, he saw it. He was like, oh, do you think what he's saying is a lie? Do you think they're picking on you? And, I mean, I really hate questions like that because you right in front of your chain of command. You really going to be like, oh, yeah, I think they're picking on me. Like, nigga, come on. Be for real. <laughs> like, be for real. That shit don't make no sense. <laughs> but I ended up, he ended up telling me to, like, leave and to come back later. He was like, I'm going to take time to review your, uh, your your file, your case. And mm-hmm. so that's what he did. I left. I was confused as fuck. Like, when I tell you I was confused, like, I walked out and I looked around and the MA that was there escorting us, she was like, oh, what did he tell you? I was like, to come back. He said he was going to look at my case. And she was like, okay, then you can go back down. I was like, oh, okay. You can go get changed. Oh, okay. Wow. It was okay. just that. So then when I lined up again, went through the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. I come in there and then he go through his whole little spiel and he basically was like, yeah, I'm going to dismiss your case. Right on. I'm going to dismiss your case and my only thing is for admin to assign you like extra military instruction for a week. I was like, or for two weeks, a week or two weeks. I was like, oh, okay. I started crying. I was like, because when I tell you I was so nervous, I was like, this is going to be my record. I was like, I'm going to lose my rank. I'm not going to get money. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, what am I going to do with on my phone? I need music to survive. <laughs> if I don't have music, Lord, I'm going to cry. They, they take away your phone like that. Bro, they take away your phone, your everything. For getting nasty. Yeah, bro. You really, like, locked up for real, for real. Locked up. They won't let you Girl. out. Wow. So you really did beat the charges. Exactly. <laughs> beat the case. But no, nah, I really came out, and they ended up getting in trouble for sending me up because they kind of, they sent me. They had during this whole process, they had sent me TED to like the damage control petty officer team. Basically, we just do maintenance around the ship, mm-hmm. and they couldn't remember when they sent me. They didn't remember at all. Oh, okay. And that was a whole other thing. They were like, "How is the sailor supposed to know that you give a fuck about them if you're not even gonna remember the day that they left the department and stuff like that?" Right. So they ended up getting in trouble for sending me up. That's what I'm talking about. I love it when shit works out. Exactly. Exactly. Make you feel good about yourself. Hell yeah. You did mention that you have uh, ranked up. uh, I think you're an E5 now. Yep. Right on. Whoa, whoa. Uh, So do you feel that the way you have been treated has improved with rank? I mean, as far as like going on working parties, basically like lugging boxes and stuff, I don't do that no more. Mm -hmm. But... I would say no. I mean, even as like a third class or like a seaman, especially working in admin, you're always around khakis and stuff. Oh, one, one pause for the girls. Um, do, what are khakis? Oh, like E seven and above or officers. Okay, so anyone E seven above gets to wear khaki suits. Yeah. So when so we have a uniform and it's used the naval service uniform. Um. For enlisted, junior enlisted, it looks more like um, a khaki shirt and navy blue bottoms. Okay. But for a khaki, mm-hmm. they wear khaki bottoms. Okay. 
and a khaki shirt. They wear all khakis. All right. So they're khakis. Right on. Right. I get it now. Thank you for the, the explanation. So, um, no, I really, I don't know. Honestly, I felt like it was a lot harder for me after I made second because I was put in a lot more leadership positions. Mm-hmm. But there was people there who saw me like as a third class or as a seaman. Mm-hmm. So they really weren't trying to hear what the fuck I had to say. Uh, like, for instance, it was one point we had to do this ventilation maintenance. And I had told the guy, there was one of these guys, it was like a PS2. And he usually did the maintenance. He was the only one on the ship who knew how to do wait, the fucking what's maintenance. A PS2, because it sounds like a video uh, game. Oh, right personnel now. specialist. Second class. Second class. Okay, cool. Go ahead. So, um, he was the only one that knew how to do the maintenance. He was like, well, I've done it for the past three times. There's other people who know how to do the maintenance. Aren't you qualified to do the maintenance? And me and him went back and forth in his office in front of his junior enlisted. And I was like, that was like mad unprofessional. And I really like did not fuck with him after that. Um, actually, I didn't fuck with him before that, but that's another story. <laughs> so nothing changed. <laughs> nothing changed. But no, it was just a whole back and forth. Like, I really had to go to his chief for him to be able to do that maintenance. And then he even got out of it because he had to go underway. But it was the fact of the fact that it wasn't just like, okay, yeah, I got you. I'm going to help you out. It was more like, a, no, I'm not doing that shit. And I told him, like, I was, breaking, I was working with him, too. I was like, well, I don't know how to do the maintenance. And nobody else knows how to do the maintenance. But you can do the maintenance this time, and I'll walk through it while you're doing it. So I know how to do it. We can start like a rotation. I can train other people how to do it, and it can get done. And you don't have to always be the person. And he was firing me on that shit too. He was like, "No, what? I'm not doing that shit." I was like, "All right, motherfucker, what's in here?" <laughs> but I had got real stern with him. I was like, "Look, I ain't got time for that shit. So what's gonna happen is you're gonna do this fucking maintenance, and that's just how it's gonna be." And I said that shit in front of his sailors and everything because I was like, "I, I had got fed up because I was real patient the whole time. I was talking soft. I was trying to work <laughs> on my on my emotional state. I was like, I was trying to rise above the influence." <laughs> And this motherfucker just wanted to see me down. I was like, I had to become that bitch. I had to be like, all right, motherfucker, listen, listen to me. This is what we're not going to do. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. You're you going to do this maintenance because this maintenance has to get done. You're going to figure it the fuck out. And I walked out. Right on. Good. Yep. I still had to end up doing the maintenance. But the point is, I stood my ground. I stood my ground. I stood my ground. That was the point. I stood my ground. So it did not improve. But also, you ranked up in front of people that you had been lower ranking in. And mm-hmm. had to stay in that department, in that uh, position. Mm-hmm. All right. Has there ever been a tough situation where that you were in that another black lady helped you out, another black lady veteran? Or has there ever been a situation where you helped out another sister? I don't think there's been another situation where I helped out another sister, but I can remember um, two. I can remember one. Mm-hmm. So it was some warrant officer. He came in wanting us to put our command letterhead on some letter for him and we were basically trans- telling him we were like no that's not that's not how any of the shit works like we're not doing that I was like all of our administration stuff has to go through our AO like for us to put letter head on it it has to have our approval and we're just not gonna put letter on some shit cause you told us to like that's not right gonna happen <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry your little bar doesn't work here but dog we follow the procedure apolog- around here I apologize <laughs> um but no he had started cussing out the whole office and he was like, fuck admin, admin, admin the wow. shit, admin this, that, and the third. Going into POH, just yelling, having a whole argument because I really told him, like, we're not doing that. And luckily, my second class, like, my LPL was there, and he helped me out. But he was still, he could only do so much. But our AO, who was a black female at the time, a black lieutenant, she had came down here and, like, wrecked his ass up. He right. was like. Oh, and the gentleman uh, 
throwing this tangent. Is he? Uh, He's Caucasian. <laughs> white as fuck. Um, <laughs> white and tall ass officer. Um, anyways, but she like had caught him in the peeway and was really like, you're not going to talk to my sailors like that. Like, you're bugging the fuck out right now. Like, what are you doing? They're like, if you have a problem with them, you can come talk to me because I'm the one who told them to do that shit. Because right. they were right. They, they weren't wrong. Right. So she kind of helped us out there. I remember that. I that shit was cool as fuck. Hey, shouts out to that lieutenant. Lieutenant. All right, lieutenant, give him that work, lieutenant. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I hope you get a lot of promotions, ma'am. <laughs> Tell me something that you wish you had known before joining the service. There's nothing that I really wish I would know because for the most part, I was really integrated into like everything. When my mom was in yeah. the Navy, I was already hip to a lot of the shit. Mm-hmm. But a skill that I wish I would have had before joining the Navy is tact. Basically mm-hmm. telling somebody how to go fuck themselves without saying, <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. Like doing it respectfully without... <laughs> Basically, I want to hurt people's feelings. I want to be nice and nasty with their ass for real, for real. I, I, I wish I would have learned that. I wish I still know. I wish I know that now. Because I find myself in a lot of situations where I have to use that. Where I really just want to be like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> like, I really want to be pressing these people, but I can't. I really just want to just... You remember that that uh, skit, Kevin Hart, when he was like, you even got to touch your lady. You just got to outline their face. <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, I mean, these people. I mean, I mean, Respectfully. I want to outline their face so bad. <laughs> Do you feel that you are a better leader or will be a better leader than the ones you grew under? No, I know for sure I'm going to be a better leader. And I say that because, especially with all the talks that I have with my mom about a lot of the shit that's going on, like that happens throughout my chain of command and all that good shit. I already feel like for my rank, I'm too smart for these people. Right on. Like there's a lot of situations where I was just like, that shit don't make sense. Y'all sound stupid as fuck. Like why would you even... Mm-hmm. Or why won't you take care of your sailor? I mean, I feel like I'd be a really good chief. Right on. Because I'm really, like, a person that's for the sailors. Like, I really care about, like, sailors' real being. Even now as a second class, like, I have two mentees. They both crackheads. Let me tell you something. <laughs> and they both fucking headaches to the gods. <laughs> but when I tell you, I will go back for these motherfuckers. Right like, on. when it comes to anything. I remember one of... So, I have two. And, you know, when you get, like, two kids, right... Mm-hmm. One of them's gonna be like your golden child, and the other <laughs> one's just gonna be like, "Yo, like you finna make me get a headache. Like, what is wrong with you, right?" But for my golden child, you know, she be on her shit, right on. And especially when her chain of command, like, I really be going head to head with these officers about her, because right they be trying to talk shit, and I really just be like, "For what? Like, where's the proof? Please show me." Right on. And a lot of the situations they be talking about, like, I be there for it because I'm always hanging around her. So I be there for it. And I'm really just like, I remember it was one time. I don't know what, the, I can't remember what the situation was. I just know it was one of her chiefs trying to talk to her crazy. And I looked at him. I was like, chief, excuse me. Like, are you okay? You good? Do we have a disconnect here? Like, what's going on? And he was like, oh, no, why is it not like that? I'm like, oh, okay. They keep it like that. <laughs> like, really be having to press them because they really be testing them but for this other one this crackhead <laughs> she's just a child you gotta grip by the hair and be like bro <laughs> get it together like it was one instance she had went head to head with this officer and she was definitely in the wrong for me knowing what I know I was like she was definitely in the wrong she shouldn't have responded like that I was like 
I told her, I was like, you need to go apologize. She was like, for what? I didn't do that. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. We not doing that with me. I'm not doing that back and forth. I was like, I don't got time for that, and I don't care enough. You need to go apologize <laughs> to that person. Because you was wrong, and you know you was wrong. So get your attitude, get your pride together, pack it up, put it in the bag, throw the bitch out the window, go apologize. So I really feel like I'd be a really good chief. That's why I feel like I'd be a really good chief. Look at you taking crack off the streets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Are there any sisters in service that inspire you? They can be active, reserved, uh, any branch at any time period. I know it's going to sound real cheesy. Say it. But my mom. Aww. <laughs> yeah. The senior? I love yeah, it. The senior. Cause, oh, anchor with the star. Exactly. <laughs> but I would say my mom only because, like, for real, if there was, like, any role model on to how to be a chief and how to take care of your sailors, it was definitely my mom. Get it. Definitely my mom. I would say between her and my chief that I had when I first got to the command, them two motherfuckers right there have set the standards for every chief that I want to have over me. And these motherfuckers not meeting the mark. But that's not the you know there. It's the fact that these two, like my mom really set the standard. And I, what's crazy is her sailors really be like, oh my God, your mom is like, she's low-key, she's so nice and she's so great, but she's low-key like mean as fuck. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, y'all don't even know the half of it. She can't even say half the shit she want to say to y'all. We get everything. We the ones who got beat. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, we the ones who just get cussed out for no reason. Like, that's crazy. Like, y'all don't even got it that bad. Chill out. You're fine. Like, I really feel like, I think she told us she made one dude cry. And I was like, cry for what? This shit's not even that deep. But yeah, definitely my mom. She definitely said, like, one of the standards. Because even the shit that I be telling her that be going on with my chain command, and I'll express my opinion on how the shit should have been handled. And she'd be like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, I know I'm right. <laughs> when am I ever wrong? <laughs> when, when, when am I, come on now. <laughs> when am I ever Because even a lot of shit, she'd be like, even a lot of shit I be telling her that be going on, she'd be like, yo, like, what is wrong with your chain command? Like, she was like, you really have a shit-ass chain command. I was like, mm. thank you. I was like, I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> it's not just you. It's y'all. not just me. <laughs> That was the perfect answer, and I loved it. Let's say you were just starting out life on your own right now, and you were presented with the opportunity to join the service for the first time ever. Knowing what you know now, would you still join? Yes. All right. I feel like I was really, what you know, the family being in the military, I was really groomed for the military. (laughs) Like, my personality was really groomed for the military. So, I mean, I came in being ready. Would I have done some things different? Yeah. Definitely. When I, when I took the opportunity to cuss people out when I could, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> there were some definitely. uncussed people you wish you had cussed out. Exactly. Because <laughs> sometimes I really just feel like, you know, we got to have these opportunities in the military. Like, I'm not saying every day. Probably, like, once a quarter. I need once a quarter just to, like, pile up everything <laughs> and just let it fly. And I'm not talking about, like, be disrespectful to people. Like, fuck you, fuck your family. <laughs> Fuck your rapid ass team. Like, I'm not talking about that. Taking the time to go sit down with, like, a chief or a senior chief or, like, your officer and be like, dude, as a chief, you really ain't shit, for real. <laughs> like, as my leadership, you really ain't shit, for real. Like, this is what you need to do better on. This is what I see as the problems, the disconnect. Because I haven't tried to work with these people, which is crazy, right? <laughs> for me, for me, 
that's crazy because I don't do that shit because I, mean, I don't feel like I should have to. I don't feel like I should be a better chief for me than you can be for me. Like, I, that's right. sad. That's, dude, right. come on. You a chief. You was put in leadership position. Lead, motherfucker. Do your job. Right nigga. Like, you get paid. <laughs> Just lead. I, it don't take nothing but to be here for people. Like, it was one instance I don't, I don't talk to this man. Like, me and him really had the heart to heart. And I don't open up to a lot of people, but I open up to his ass. Not about everything, because right. you can't trust these hoes out here. Right, right. But enough to where it's basically like, look, this is the type of person I am. Right? At one point, he was like, yeah, I heard from other sailors and khakis that you were have an attitude problem with this and that. I was like, look, I was like, this is how I work, right? You telling me after me being in trouble for it, I was like, that's not, I can't work like that. I'm not going to relate the issue with the solution right that's not me right. i was like if you hear it just tell me sit pull me to the side just talk to me about it right that's how i work that's how i operate just tell me up front don't sugarcoat shit with me because i don't sugarcoat shit with y'all right on. you got a problem with me let me know if you feel like right then and there hey this is not working out you need to do something different cool check figure it out no factor like i got you don't worry about it don't worry about it but he don't do that after I talked to him, he still was hard-headed as fuck. I was like, whatever. I, I was like, I fucking tried. All right. I can only do so much as a person. I can only rise so high in a short amount of time. <laughs> fuck you, nigga, and everything you stand for. Oh, God. Like, I tried. Period. He ain't never going to say I ain't never tried. You did your part. Is that right, right on? There. I did more than my part. Because, motherfucker, I shouldn't be reaching out to you. You should reach out to me as my leadership. Right. Make it make sense. So, dude sat me down, right? It was my chief, some outside random ass, mass chief and senior chief, too. They sat me down. They talked to me, bro. Oh, Lord. And they are like, they are like, I forgot what the whole conversation. They are like, well, we just, he was like, I just felt like you were going down a bad path. And I brought these people in here to talk to me, to talk to you. And my, see, I have a thing, right? Before I continue with the story, I have a really bad, uh, I can't hide what I'm feeling on my face. <laughs> And that's going to come in a part later. You have a very honest, emotional face. All right. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and I get, like, real emotional. Like I told you, I get real passionate about what I do. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to play into a part <laughs> later. Uh, basically, he was sitting me down, and then he was talking to me. And then he was like, yeah. So, we were talking to, uh, you told me that you were going to go to color guard practice today, and there was no color guard practice today, so you lied to us. I said, oh, skirt, pause. Mm, not what I did. There is a color guard practice today. I have text messages proving it. We have practice today. It's just going to be domestics. And then, so that was the whole thing. And then he was like, well, I talked to Master Sergeant, and he said that you were never at practices. I was like, how are you going to talk to the motherfucker that's never at his own practices? Wow. But they put me in charge of practices. I have videos in XYZ showing that I've been at practices. And the scene chief, he's decided to speak up and be like, oh, well, why would you need proof? Why can't you just trust him? I was because like, times like this, bitch. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, why can I? Why should I trust y'all to take care of me? I, and I told him, I asked him that. I was like, what benefit do I have trusting y'all to take care of me when y'all have never shown me that y'all could take care of me? I was like, to be honest with you, I don't trust you. I can't trust you as far as I could throw you. And that's not very far, bitch. I'm not that strong. I was like, I don't. I was like, I sat there and told him, I was like, I don't trust you. Never have, never will. And they were like, well, that's the problem right there. I was like, why is it a problem? Why is it a problem that I can't trust? Well, no, you're right. It is a problem that I can't trust my leadership. But why is it a problem for y'all? Because I can take care of my own self. 
Like, dude, come on. Dude, come make it make sense. Did the treatment improve after that? No. No. I'm still on team fuck that nigga. So. <laughs> Wait, fuck all three of them or just that specific one? Oh, just vice chief. All right. The other two, other two I really don't have a problem with. They're not in my department. I don't work for them. Right? So were cool. they just there as witnesses? They were there to, well, as a witness and to help put their little input on there, on the situation. Regardless, I don't give a lot to that. I won't even bother with him. For real, for real. Because I would sit there. Oh, why? I forgot. So, as time he was talking to me, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying all this shit, basically called me a liar. Basically, He basically called me a liar, said I didn't care about my job, mm-hmm. and said that I wasn't doing my job. My face immediately turned to the really nigga look, or like my <laughs> mouth was or I looked at him like I was confused as fuck. Because I was confused as fuck. Cause... And then he was like, oh, well, I guess you just don't fucking care then. I guess you just don't fucking care. I was like, just like <laughs> whoa I was dumbfounded I was really like I was really blown for real I was like that's crazy that's wild but he's also the type of chief like if he's mad at me bro he won't say shit to me like I forgot why I pissed him off or how I pissed him off one day but he did not say shit to me afterwards that whole day even like to give me work he didn't say shit to me that whole day I was okay, like but you didn't miss the conversation with him did you? I was <laughs> like I was like damn this is really the type of chief that you are just cause you mad at yourself you're not finna talk to them you know how childish that is I don't even yeah. do that shit no more I was <laughs> like you're supposed to be leading me and you can't talk to me that's a problem but dog maybe you need to get your anchors revoked <laughs> if you had a daughter or any young impressionable black girl in your life that you cared about and she was considering a life in the military would you try and talk her out of joining or would you encourage her? Um, something this morning is like the prospect of like if, if it was my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. When I first heard this question, my initial thought was no, right? No, go ahead, find something better than do, right? But then mm-hmm. I thought about it, I took the time. I was like, I know for my daughter, if she's going up with me, she's gonna be one hell of a bitch. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Like, just as, like, my mom prepared me for the military, I'm definitely going to prepare my daughter if that's the route that she wants to go. Because knowing, you know, don't get me wrong, I would want her to further on the legacy. Because <laughs> I'd be damning that bitch in with me. Right? <laughs> but I would want her to further on the legacy. So I do feel like that I would try to push my daughter to join the military. Well, not push her, but if that's what she wanted to do, I would be there to support her. In all her endeavors. But if that's also what she didn't want to do. All right, cool. <laughs> What's your college plan? Because you're getting the fuck up out my house. Hey, Let me tell you. <laughs> Look, you got college. She's taking your GI Bill. She's going to take it. Definitely the fuck not. <laughs> definitely the fuck not. You, you're not going to give your kid the GI Bill? The fuck no. Wow. <laughs> Get it out the mud, bitch. Okay, wow. no, that's not true. If, wow. if she didn't want to go into the, if she didn't want to go into the Navy, she can have, she can have my GI Bill. Right, because I would already got my college and stuff while I'm in the service. But if she going into the military, oh hell no, nah, man, you got your own shit. You good, G? Live your life. She, so she's got to join the navy, huh? She. What if she wants to go to like the uh, <clears throat> air force? Wow, I, this pause is wonderful. So it's not, it's not that. I, honestly, I, when I talk to people about but this too, that, what if your kid wants to go to uh, the space force? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! That was a joke, right? He was joking, <laughs> bitch. Oh God! You know, before people were really cool about people being gay or their children being gay, and they would pray. 
For real, for real. And they would pray that their kid wasn't gay. I don't even pray for that. I'll be okay if my kids were gay. Lord, just let them be gay. Don't let them join the air, the space force, bro. Just please, God. Just don't. Just. Oh, shit. That's nothing wrong with the space force. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is not then one of my blood will be in the fucking space force. That's not happening. But no, just like I tell my civilian friends, I really. And they want to go be. And I'm using some real. Sorry for the people in these services. I'm really, really use some derogatory term. If they want to go be jarheads, I let them crayon eaters. Honestly, I usually push people to go towards like the Navy more, only because I know about the Navy and I know like Army from what I've been, from what I saw and experienced through other people. Right? They don't really care about their people after the service. Right? I know there was one of my friends. Her sister got really fucked up in the army and they just let her go they ain't give her no like no benefits or nothing after that or like their psyche be real messed up and they just let them go like and i would straight i would tell my daughter to stray away from the chair force i would tell her to stray away from the chair force because their advancements but their advancement rate is not that high like me i made i came in as a seaman because of rtc mm-hmm. and within my honestly because i made it before i hit three years within two years of me being in the military like i picked up second Get it. Get so it. that's it, that's even why I tell my civilian friends are thinking about joining too. I'm like, honestly, whatever you want to do in the Navy, you can do it. Or whatever you want to do in the military, you can do it. Just if you want to pick any branch, pick a branch based off of your advancement rate. Because E3s, e, honestly, like E4 below, if you don't have BAH, bro, you don't get paid shit. Right. Right? Right. And through the Navy, like I was able to buy my own house. Get it. Right? Before, I don't have no kids. That's a plus. No offense to people out there that got the kids. You're, I'm just you're also saying. very young, so. Exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, recruitment and retention is down across all the branches and with all of the demographics. Black women are not excluded from that. This was true even before the pandemic. Why do you think black women are so disinterested in joining the military? I would say it was mainly what mm, grooming standards. I would kind of say that's probably a big reason why. Mm-hmm. Because it's really hard. I mean, for me in particular, I don't like doing my hair. Let me tell y'all something. Like, when I was younger, my mom used to say, call that shit cranking the lawnmower. Like, I fucking hate that shit. And I would love to wear my hair out in uniform, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, keep it professional, make it look good. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, especially in the civilian sector, like, there's a lot of ways that black females can wear their hair out and it still look good, it still look presentable, mm-hmm. Right. But it just recently took them forever to allow, like, braids and cone rolls mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. locks and all that shit available in the military. Mm-hmm. So I really do feel like that's a big problem why. And I remember seeing this video on TikTok. These uh, females had, like, this really... It, it's a natural... So on a white woman, it's a natural color. Yeah. It was, like, a blonde. Yeah. It was some type of blonde. blonde. On a woman, it was a natural color. But they... She had ended up posting a video with this blonde hair... And uniform, and when I tell you that video had so much like exposure to it, and it was like this one other, they were in the army, and it was like this other white lady that was like, "Well, those aren't natural colors, this that, and the third." I was like, "But it's not like hot pink; it's blonde. It's natural. Like, right. blonde is a natural hair color." But right. I really do feel like that's a big problem on why female, a black females won't join the military because of. Like, it's hard to keep the hair in, yeah. the, in the regulations. It's hard to keep hair in standards. Right. Like, it's even hard for me to keep my bun, like, within 
that can't go past the head regulations because I have a lot of fucking hair. Right. So, especially if, like, if my hair's not wet, brushed down, and then put into a bun, like, my bun's going to be big as fuck. And it's just hard. It's a lot to deal with. You're right. You're that's right. a lot to deal with. And plus, putting your hair back into the bun every day, those are not, that's not good for your hair. That's not it's good not. for your edges Mm-mm. Mm-mm. at all. I think you could get VA benefits for hair loss, though. Oh, disability. I think you can get, like, a certain percent. Uh, also, anybody uh, who hears this, please go ahead and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Or validate me if I'm right. <laughs> exactly. If you were conducting this interview, from where I'm sitting, what question would you have asked you that I did not ask you? What did I miss? Well, this was not really about, like, you know, black females in the military. It's more, like, about the outreach and the openness about the whole sexual assault stuff. Because okay. I don't feel like that. Honestly, like, they say what they say. But at the end of the day, they're not really doing shit for it. Like, I mean, you know, if you go, you get your little, you get your counselors and all that good stuff. But what, let's not talk about what we're doing to treat the problem. Right. Let's talk about what we're doing to prevent the problem. Right. Like, it's the same concept that goes back to the, oh, yeah, you can't have your shoulders out in school because boys going to look. Fuck them niggas, bro. Fuck the boys. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about them for real. No offense. But still, like... <laughs> Let's talk about what y'all doing to curb the issue. What do y'all do? Because there was like, even like, if you look up the stories, I, I can't remember if there's a story about it or not. But I know that, like, let's say like a officer sexually assaulted some enlisted girl, right? Mm-hmm. All he would get, all she would get is that counseling, that treatment, and that so on and so forth. And they would get split up in commands. Right. Bitch, if you weren't in the Navy, you'd be going to jail. Right. Like, come on. But right. no, because he's an officer. They're going to keep it under wraps. They're going to sweep it under the rug. And he's going to keep getting promoted. Exactly. He's going to be someone's That's... CO one day with with uh, an assault charge under his belt. Oh, not even a charge because bitch, he ain't get convicted. Oh, well, 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 with assault and possibly rape under his belt. Uh, so when someone comes to him and complains that they've been assaulted. And then they're going to be like, oh, well. Yeah, he's just going to ignore the shit because yeah, he did it and got away with it. So it's not a big deal. Exactly. He doesn't even respect the uh, the concept of it. What, are you complaining that someone, <laughs> you should have seen what I <laughs> look, did. Look, 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 tough titties. <laughs> right. Well, is there anything you would like to leave our audience with? Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me take the <laughs> She's taking her glasses one. off. She's getting ready for this one. Come on, right. admin. So look, right? Whether there's like junior listed people, mid listed people, leadership. Let me tell y'all something. The shit is not that deep. All right? Let these people go home to their families. The job will still get done regardless. Right? Fuck these people and their feelings. It is never that deep. If someone's talking to you sideways, let them talk. You don't want them cussing out. But then you got to remember, you know, bills is a thing right car payments insurance that is a thing and at the end of the day these motherfuckers don't write your check your check is written by uncle sam all right you gonna always get paid the first and the 15th let me tell you something right right maybe the 30th and the 14th if you got navy fed you gonna always get paid fuck these people and their feelings you can do bad by yourself period the end mic drop thank you so much thank you this was informative and entertaining. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank Good. you for sitting down and uh, sharing your story with me. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So we're going to wrap it up now. Uh, to the listeners, y'all have a good one now. Bye. 
And that wraps up our second episode of the Season Vet Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. And a special thank you to our wonderful Navy sister who made this interview possible. Now, if you are or know a Black Lady veteran who would like to sit down with me and be a part of the show, please email me at seasonvetpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call or text message me at 713-254-0970. You can also find, follow, and inbox me, The Season Vet, across all platforms of social media. That's at Real Season Vet on Twitter, at Season Vet Podcast on Instagram, at Season Vet Podcast on TikTok, at Season Vet on YouTube, Season Vet on Facebook. Y'all, I'm so out there, I'm even on Spoutable. That's at The Season Vet on Spoutable. Now, if you like what you heard, please like it, share it, rate it, and leave a good review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And if you're listening to this episode on the day that it drops, happy last week of Pride Month, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, fall out.